This is Dave, and I'm here with Ethan, and together we are Dave and Ethan's 2000-inch Weird Al podcast, episode 21-inch. On this episode, we interview comedian, podcast host, musician, actor, author, Dave Hill. It's Dave and Ethan's 2000-inch Weird Al podcast. It's a podcast about Weird Al. It's Dave and Ethan's 2000-inch Seriously, the whole podcast is about Weird Al. You don't have to listen, but we're glad you are. I love that Jim Kimo West did our theme song. I do too. I can't get enough of that song. And if you can't get enough of Jim Kimo West and you live in Hawaii or California, you've got some great opportunities coming up. He's going to be performing with Ken Emerson a bunch of dates this fall. So if you live out that way or you're looking to make a trip, head over to jimkimowest.com for all the tour dates. Any excuse to go to Hawaii, really, any excuse to go to Hawaii, I'm there. And if you're going to go there, you might as well go when you can see a Slack Key show. I did see a Slack Key show with Jim Kimo West in Hawaii. That is so cool. I'm jealous of that. I, I went to Hawaii when I was a little kid, and I did not have the opportunity to see Jim, so now I want to go back. Yeah, Kimo puts on an amazing show, and to see him in Hawaii, oh, absolutely, like, that should be on anyone's bucket list. I feel like the same bucket list should also include seeing Weird Al at Red Rocks, uh, right outside Denver, Colorado. Which we did! We saw Weird Al in Red Rocks. We and- sure did! And for anyone who missed out or weren't able to go... Something really exciting got released this week. Actually, got released right after our podcast last week, but in the past <laughs> week it was released. The Jackson Park Express recording from Red Rocks Amphitheater on August 1st in Morrison, Colorado, with the Colorado Symphony, Scott O'Neill as the conductor, was released. Al put it out on his YouTube, and what an amazing video. When we were there, we noticed that they had a multi-camera setup. I was thinking, at least, I hope that they are recording this and do something with it, and they did. Yeah, and if you remember, when we talked to Alan Abbotsford, he did tell us that he was planning to put one or maybe more of those shots out from that show. That's true. I... I'm looking forward to seeing what else he puts out. I really hope he does put out as much as he possibly can. If you could pick one more song to put out, which would you choose? I was going to say, I I wish he would put out Harvey the Wonder Hamster. (laughs) However, he did put out that video of Harvey the Wonder Hamster. So I'm thinking it's probably not going to be Harvey. The one song I would love, you know it, smells like Nirvana. Yeah, well, I would love that. But I think if I had to pick one song... All right, well, it's tough. It's either, I would either pick Jurassic Park or Biggest Ball of Twine in Minnesota. I think both of those really, really were great with the orchestra. I think it'd be great to see those performed live. Yeah, Jurassic Park totally benefited from that orchestra. That sounded amazing. The other one, don't download this song. Yeah. That one with the orchestra sounds amazing. So, Al, if you're listening, just put all of them out so we can see them all. <laughs> The easiest way to do it is just put everything out. Yeah. And we will decide which one we want to listen to. Which yeah. Which will be all of them. <laughs> it's a tough decision. So Al just announced that he voiced a bunch of different characters in Teen Titans Go versus Teen Titans, including Gentleman Ghost. I know. That is so cool. There's a little clip of it on his Twitter page if you want to go check that out. I love when Al makes appearances in these superhero shows and movies. I There was this one movie that uh, it was all advertised like Weird Al does a voice to the doll maker and I was like so excited I bought the DVD I bought the Blu-ray and then I finally like sit down and watch it 
And it's literally like three lines, and then they kill him <laughs> off in the first five minutes. I'm like, oh, oh my god! <laughs> but they certainly got their publicity out there because I saw a lot of articles about it. But it's still a good movie. I mean, it's still good. But I just wish there was more Al in it. <laughs> I think the whole thing should have Al in it. <laughs> I agree. He should be Batman. <laughs> that would be amazing. I wonder what superhero Al would be if he had to play a superhero. Well, you mean like an established Marvel or DC I don't superhero. mean like Fat Man, right. you know. He obviously already was Fat Man. But I mean like an established, you know, Marvel or DC superhero. You know, I don't know if you've seen the Ant-Man movies, but those are so funny. And Paul Rudd plays Ant-Man. And we all know Paul Rudd, of course, dressed as Al for Halloween. What if Al was Ant-Man? I think that'd be great. Okay. Al could be Ant-Man. Yeah. Because he's already got the humor. He's already got the, the brute strength. He could do it. He's already the size of an ant. Right. That's perfect. <laughs> <laughs> I think that'd be fun. But, I mean, an Al Batman, that would be so cool. <laughs> <laughs> Really, right, anything, Al. anything. I'd be I fine think with. you're just gonna have to start to play superheroes. <laughs> yeah, because he's typically only the villains. You know, he's like Dark Side, and like, like we said, Gentleman Ghost, and then he was Dollmaker. Like, we need a superhero of Al. We do, we do. We need Al to reprise the road of the Hooded Avenger. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> there was one more little clip that was out. I don't know if you saw this, Ethan, but WFMT released a video where they spoke to him about a little bit about the tour, but then they challenged him to a classical music speed round okay i didn't see this (laughs) and of course it's like a five or six questions that they ask him in rapid succession and al's gives funny answers so that's worth uh looking for and and seeking that out i think i'll put that up on his twitter also oh cool i'm gonna check that out that's great so today's guest is someone i've known for many years he is an amazing comedian He's an amazing musician, amazing writer. It really, I, I just, anything this guy does is amazing. I've gotten to perform with him a number of times, and I was very excited to get to introduce you to him, Dave. Yes, so without further ado, here's our guest, Dave Hill. Dave and I are so excited to welcome to the program, he's a comedian, he's an author, and he was part of a UHF talkback with Weird Al himself. Please welcome Dave Hill. Hello. Hey. <laughs> Good to talk to you. Good. You too. Dave, I remember when I heard about the Weird Al screening and that you were part of it. My mind was blown. I wish I could have gone to that. It was pretty great. It was uh, me, Weird Al, Tignataro, Emo Phillips, and Seton Smith. I hope I'm not forgetting anybody, but I believe that was it. Well, and also Dave Rossi was there. He was in the audience. (laughs) Oh, well, there, yeah, that too. Yeah. I mean, there was, there was a lot of people in the audience. <laughs> we have a full list fair. of the audience members, so we'll go through that. Yes, we're going to go down, we're going to go down everybody who was in the audience. No, that was actually at the Benson Ball at the Lincoln Theater in Washington, D.C. on October 30th, 2016. Nice. <laughs> And what I what I really loved about this is I've seen a bunch of UHF with you know commentary and I've seen a bunch of other commentary, but this one was unique in that they actually had uh, everybody up on stage while the movie was playing in the background. So I wanted to get your thoughts on what that was like for you guys having the movie playing in the background because I loved it. I because when people in my mind when people come to see these. They, they're here to see the person talk, not to see the movie, because they've seen the movie a thousand times already. Oh, uh, yeah, it was, it was, it was, I mean, 
It was a thrill. I mean, I uh, hadn't seen the movie in a while, and to be there with Weird Al and, and Emo Phillips, two, like, of my favorites, uh, <laughs> you know, and, and, and Tig and Seton as well, but, you know, you know, I'm talking about, like, favorites from, you know, growing up. Yeah. It was it was pretty awesome. And uh, they're both uh, absolute sweethearts, and there was nice snacks backstage. <laughs> and then, if I'm remembering this correctly... Uh, we, well, Weird Al, Emo, and I, and a handful of other people went to see Guar. No way. Nine thirty. Oh, yeah. Okay. After the show. Oh, that's amazing. so that was su- that was super fun. <laughs> <laughs> Did you guys get you know destroyed like uh, all? I know I've been to a Guar show and they squirt like blood in the audience and all sorts of stuff. Oh no, we were. We were not that close. We okay. were in a sort of a fancy, uh, you know, as you can imagine. Yes. For the, we were in luxury uh, <laughs> somewhere. Fancy showbiz accommodations. The I'm fancy sure. showbiz accommodations. <laughs> we, no, we were uh, we were not that close. We were up, up in the balcony. I think that's the way to do it. I, I don't want to get covered in stuff, but I do like No, the, the dry cleaning bills are too much. Yeah. It's not, you know, you got to... But I, I accidentally spilled some water on uh, on Weird Al when I said goodbye to him. I oh felt my bad God. about it. It's still, oh man, it's still upsetting me. Um, but yeah, I I hugged him goodbye and I had a, bo- a bottle of water in my hand. I think I I maybe didn't get any on him. I th- I thought I did. I was worried about it. I was, but I felt bad about it. But he's the nice, as I said, he's the nicest man in show business. So yeah. he, uh, if I did, he didn't complain about it. And then <laughs> I'm happy to report I've since gotten Christmas cards from him. So wow. I think I remain in good graces. Do you think it's from doing the UHF screening or from pouring the water on him? That oh, why I got this? the Christmas cards? Yeah. I don't know. I I'm trying to think. I need to see when the Christmas cards. <laughs> to be fair, they're, they're it's like an email card. Okay. So, um, you know, which is not doesn't make it any less amazing in my book. But it, I'm just saying, it's not. You know, on my mantle, <laughs> it's in my it's in my email. Right. Well, but it's a very you know it's a lovely card and always a thrill. Well, hopefully it's starred. Like, I, I would think if I got a Christmas card from Al in my email, I would star it and save it as unread. Just, like, preserve it. Yeah, I, let me think. Let's see. <laughs> Al. There it is. I was, po- okay. Just pulling it up, but there it okay. is. Is it starred? Mm, I don't think I star any of my emails. What, I don't, what does that do? Uh, it's just like you flag it. It's like a flag. It makes it it's like but, easier okay. to search for. Yeah. Oh, okay. I need to get with the times. You do well. <laughs> start by starring the Weird Al one, and then, you know, you can update yourself later. Okay. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I just don't know how. I don't know how the internet works, really. No, I understand. Um, <laughs> Dave, I, I would love to know how, how did you get involved with the the UHF screening? I have different theories on it. <laughs> um, but I will say, well, I don't know. I mean, I know I'll tell you this much. I know originally Malcolm Gladwell was supposed to do it, and he is a friend of mine. So they were asking me. To, <laughs> I think it was a package deal. They're like, oh, 
we'll get those two together. And then Malcolm ended up not being able to do it, so uh, but they still wanted me to do it, so that was nice. And I did some other shows while I was down there, so it was a, it was a delightful, magical time. And um, you know, always a thrill to see Weird Al and Emo and Tig and Seton and and Dave in the audience. Right. <laughs> yes, was that was. <laughs> I can't stress that enough. <laughs> Uh, Dave, was that the first time you've met Al or Emo? It was not the first time I met Emo. It, it might have been the first time I met Al, but I, I had met Emo before. Uh, I think I met Emo the first for the first time in 2010, I believe, in in Edinburgh. We were both at the Edinburgh Fringe Festival in oh, Scotland. Cool. cool. And I think that was maybe that might have been the first time I met him. No, no, I take it back. I met him in Ireland. That's where I met him for the first time. I met him, uh, we were doing a festival in Dublin together. That's the first time I met him. But to be fair, that was only like two weeks before the Edinburgh thing. <laughs> okay. So it wasn't like, it was all part of the same. Um, it all counts. So it's all the same. So, and he's an absolute delight as his, his wife. And... Um, L, I think that might have been the first time I met him at uh, in per you know but you know sort of uh the comedy world is you know how it is it's like one big high school or <laughs> though I, or some sort of thing I mean obviously he would be a a, a much higher class weird out he's right. a legend <laughs> I am but a lowly uh journeyman <laughs> so L's like the jocks he's like one of the jocks of the comedy world well, no. Okay. I don't. I guess now you've really got me thinking about it. Because the jocks would be. I don't want to say who the jocks are. Okay. But I would say the jocks are not uh, the ones that I like. <laughs> right. So um, I was like the drama kids. <laughs> maybe, or maybe just the uh, the, the valedictorian, the, right? Maybe the valedictorian. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> that could be it. A lot of ways to look at it. Yeah, but all all good things. All good things. Have you um, have you been a fan of Al for a while? Oh yeah, I mean since since I was since the eighties. Yeah, I would say yeah, I would say I'm fairly ground floor with my. Uh, I mean, how do you, you know how? Yeah, of course, I mean he has pretty much uh, been mad. You know, there's not like a bad. Uh, it's not like he he's he, his his uh, quality control is pretty high. Yeah. Everything everything he does is 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 excellent by my estimation. By my completely <laughs> accurate estimation. I think that's fair. So it's it's kind of an all all in type thing, you know. You know, he just he's in the ass kicking business. Oh my dog. My dog's concurring. I don't know if you can hear my dog. And what's the dog's name? That's Lucy. Hi Lucy. Hi Lucy. <laughs> She's uh, barking at something. That's what they do. That's pretty much right. their deal. She, she is not the first dog to be on Dave and Ethan's 2,000-inch Weird Al podcast. Oh, good. Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad it's a, a dog-friendly operation. It is. It is. We accept all types of life on our podcast. Okay. <laughs> we're, we're really excited to hear about this new book you're coming out. This is, of course, your third full-length book that's coming out 
It is. I and when you said it, I I got jolted because I was like, oh my god, it's the third. <laughs> um, At least that I know yeah, of. I don't know if you wrote others. <laughs> no, it is. It is the third. Okay. I mean, um, but I was like, oh my gosh, yeah, it's my third book, and but the first two books were essay collections, or they still they remain essay collections to this day. <laughs> but this book is more about. Um, it's about Canada. It's my, about my travels through Canada. My grandfather was from Canada, and so that's kind of the jumping-off point for me exploring, uh, getting in touch with my incredible Canadian roots. So I spent a couple years, you know, just going to Canada. I wish I went in, like, some sort of Jack Kerouac fashion or uh, <laughs> Hunter S. Thompson, right. you know, like more... <laughs> on the road gonzo type thing but it was uh it was me really just most of the time i just got on planes and flew to various places and hung out <laughs> though i did drive to clinton ontario which is where my grandfather was from i went there with my buddy joe tate we drove up there and got loose <laughs> but the rest of the time i uh i just flew there i flew to different you know, provinces and towns and things like that. And just, uh, you know, snooped around. Right. One thing I yeah. never really thought about is is how big Canada is. I mean, I, I guess... It, oh, my God. I mean, it's, it's a known thing, but I never thought about it. And um, Dave and I, uh, the past tour for Weird Al, we each hit uh, 18 Weird Al shows. And... For my, oh my gosh. Si- myself, four of them were in different cities in Canada. Um, and Dave, you hit three in Canada. Right. Yeah. Wow. So, so we were, uh, yeah, we were basically, I mean, Ethan had gone to Ontario, Toronto, but we also then went to uh, British Columbia and we saw him in Vancouver, Victoria, and Abbotsford, which is a beautiful part of Canada. Oh, yeah, totally. That, well, that that's you guys are serious. You're like fish fans, but for Weird Al, <laughs> right? <laughs> or Weird Al fans for Weird Al. I mean, well, <laughs> I believe me, I am definitely on your side. Like you're doing it right. If you're following fish around, I would have less in common with you, which is not my, <laughs> uh, not me trying to insult fish or fish. I have. Close friends who are fish fans. It's just not not my uh, thing. Right. No, that makes sense. I put it delicate. One thing that kind of told me how big Canada was is we heard this rumor about a certain Cadbury brand liquor that was only available in Canada. So we like we went to all these different places, and they didn't have it. And that's when we realized that like the same way that different stuff is available in New York versus California. Different stuff is available in Montreal versus Vancouver. It's it's a big. It's the same length uh, as the United States, as it turns out. Oh, this checks out. Yeah, it's a it's massive. I mean, <laughs> part of the reason I didn't just drive around is uh, it's so big uh, it, that you, you know if you were gonna drive from like to between like major cities, you would drive for like two days right to get to get anywhere. It's 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 insanely it's a really massive crazy place and gorgeous right and and electric did you have any experience with lumberjacks or lumberjack shows on your travels 
in Canada? I ran into a lot of uh, lumberjacks, and uh, I had a lot of scrapes with lumberjacks. <laughs> I was no, but I I tell you I didn't really run into lumberjacks, but years ago I was playing a show in Chicago, and we were looking for food late at night, and um, there was this girl. And she was hanging out with us, and she was like, um, there's a Saskatchewan place I know of. We could go there. And I was like, a Saskatchewan place? That sounds amazing. Like, what goes on there? She's like, oh, I think it's like, it's Chinese food. And I was <laughs> like, so in my mind, I was, I was picturing like these lumberjacks, like bringing around, you know, chicken with broccoli and stuff. <laughs> but then um then like when, when we pressed her further she meant szechuan oh okay, oh, okay. <laughs> which i was completely disappointed but then um then though fast forward i'm in moose jaw saskatchewan for my book and there i there i was having szechuan food in Moose Jaw, so it kind of I did sort of fulfill the prophecy yeah. in a way. So I, it all, it all, everything comes for comes full circle is my point. Well, one thing. So your book, Parking the Moose, uh, official release date is October eighth. October third is the New York sort of launch party. Right, right. So a few days beforehand. So if you're in, and you're welcome, I say make make the drive. Um, it's going to be a stone cold jam. There's going to be Canadian, Canadian themed food, beer, music, and there'll be ho random hockey fights breaking out. Wow. Oh, that sounds <laughs> great. And, yeah. And, um, and then Mike Sachs, uh, from Vanity Fair, a good buddy of mine, who's hilarious and author himself. He's going to chat with me a little bit briefly about the book. And then we're going to focus on eating and drinking. That's the plan. <laughs> Well, so so one thing I wanted to ask. So in Parking the Moose, um, I'm hoping you cover this, uh, and if not, you might need to write a sequel. But one like the most surprising thing that Dave and I learned in our travels in Canada. I, I mean, we didn't we weren't as extensive as you were, but um, we learned that American cheese at Denny's is called Canadian cheese in Canada. Oh yeah, they pull that a lot. That's do a, they? That's a trick that I learned is um, when. You know, like you see like a Chinese restaurant that says like Chinese and American food. Yep. And it just means you can get Chinese food, but then like a hamburger or something. Right. <laughs> French fries. <laughs> um, they do that in Canada and it says Chinese and Canadian food. And I was like, oh my gosh. And then you go in and it's just Chinese food and then a hamburger. Or something. Right. <laughs> um, which even though there is Canadian food, but anyway. But yeah, yeah, it's all very it's complicated. <laughs> I, I think steer clear of both Canadian and American cheese. Just avoid it. Yeah. No, I think that's a good call. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think that's the way to do it. I assume eventually Al will go back to, to Canada and I'm sure Dave and I will, will venture back there. Uh, if not for another reason, but what, I mean, what advice, what should we look out for in Canada? In Canada? Gosh, it depends because it's so like, 
everywhere is so different. It's it's. I mean, Quebec is pretty amazing. Uh, go to if he's in like Quebec City, go to a, like a Weird Al concert in Quebec City. That's what I would do because it's like the most European city in North America. Hmm. Okay. And um, and I'm I'm sure you'd be up for some wild times. <laughs> Okay, gee, I think you talked me into it. Yeah, that's my advice. That's my hot. That's my hot advice. Or I don't know. Go go to go to St. John's, Newfoundland. Uh, there's all sorts of good places to go. Really, you can't lose. Just go to all the Weird Al shows in Canada. I guess that's my real advice. That's. I mean, the only ones that I missed in Canada this year were uh, Calgary. We, oh, we missed Calgary. Have you been to Calgary? I have been to yeah, Calgary is a delight. I went to a Calgary Flames game oh. there. Oh, oh, cool! By myself. Um, it's the best way. Yeah, I, I got some socks with Lanny McDonald, <laughs> the Calgary Flames legend, on them. Yeah, Calgary is a pretty, uh, pretty cool place. But you know, there Lucy. Lucy's concurring. Yeah, I'm just saying. Whenever the dog barks, I'm just saying like, oh, it's fully. <laughs> on board now dave i wanted to chat about some of your musical endeavors sweet <laughs> <laughs> of course you have this the the band valley lodge yep and you guys did the theme song to a show that weird al also did a song on and that is last week what? tonight with john oliver yeah, yeah. Well, they 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 just use we have I have a song called Go and they just use that. So it was like kind of ready to to go, no pun intended. And they <laughs> they just used it. So which is a huge honor cuz it's I believe one of the best shows on television and uh and I think though I don't want to jinx it, um I think the Emmys are on tonight if I'm not mistaken. And I'm pretty sure they're gonna play that song on the show. Oh, cool! The Emmys. Oh, wow. That would they be cool. they have been the last few years. So, but I'm I usually they don't let us know ahead of time. But then this year, for whatever reason, they got in touch, and I think that that they're gonna play it tonight. That's so awesome. But this and this is the usually I've been the past couple of years. I've been on tour in Europe when the Emmys are happening and I get woken up like at three in the morning by all these people texting me that <laughs> my song is on the Emmys, <laughs> which is still pretty cool. But I'm just like, what, what's going on? Um, anyway. <laughs> well, so I got to ask, um, about another band of yours that I've never asked you about. Um, but it, it's particularly relevant because my co-host Dave Rossi his nickname is Elvis, and you were in a band called Sons of Elvis. Oh, yeah, that was my first band I formed when I was just a pretty young thing, just a teenager. We made one record on Priority Records, and we had a video on MTV. It was wild. That's so cool. Wild times back in the <laughs> 90s. I Weirdly, I, one of my other bands, Witch Taint, we were playing at the Saint in Asbury Park the other night, mm -hmm. and Sons of Elvis had played there like 20 plus years ago and um i had written our name really big in the dressing room and i was just standing there 
I was standing there and my eyes just sort of landed on this graffiti and I was like, that looks familiar. <laughs> and then I was like, oh my God, I did that. <laughs> like 20, whenever, you know, crazy. Still there. I'm familiar with your band, Witch Taint, but I would oh, yeah. I would love for you to describe it to, to Dave and our audience because I, I find it quite hilarious. Well, the Witch Taint story is pretty it gets kind of crazier and crazier but witch taint started in two in like the early 2000s i was you know fascinated with you know a big metal fan i was fascinated fascinated with norwegian black metal and i was emailing like different bands and i started emailing this record label in norway saying i had this band called witch taint the, in a, that I was pretending to be this teenager in Indiana <laughs> uh, with a band called Witch Taint, and I like live with my mom and all that. And uh, so you were catfishing them, essentially. Yeah, I was catfishing before catfishing was catfishing. Because this, <laughs> this is like early. This is like early. You know, I started this like the first round was like two thousand two. Oh 2003. wow. And then the the emails to the record label were from 2004 and 2005. So those were the ones that eventually, you know, came out. Uh, a friend of a friend made a, a website that had all these emails on it. It's at the blackmetaldialogues.com. And, uh, and so those emails came out and then weirdly that website ended up on gawker when that was still a thing <laughs> yeah went all so it went crazy pretty quickly and like you know kind of you know went for years like kind of all over the world and i you know would sell like witch taint t-shirts and things um and then like two years ago my friend Trish Nelson was like, because people are always like, oh, you should do these, um, you know, read the emails on stage. And I was like, oh, I don't know. And then we, finally we did it, my friend Phil Costello and I, and it was like a big hit. And we started like building the show out and, you know, adding, you know, we would do, read the emails in corpse paint and then we would start adding <laughs> videos and some musical numbers. And then, you know, we got asked to do it in London. We did it over there and we did it in Oslo at the Crap Comedy Festival, which is a great comedy festival in, in Norway. And in like different black metal dudes came out like Fenris from Dark Throne was in the front row of the show and and uh and then different and, and then then we did it at the Wacken Festival in Germany, which is the biggest heavy metal festival in the world. It's like a hundred thousand people and so <laughs> So we were, you know, we're doing this show and, you know, by then we had added, you know, different, um, you know, a few songs to the show. And like, so we're doing this show in like this field in the middle of Germany and like some people were, you know, you could look out and there's, you know, hundreds of people and you look out and it's like, oh, this, these guys are laughing. These guys look really confused <laughs> and, <laughs> um, you know, basically the f every range of reaction. And then, like, but we would play the music. We would play these, like, handful of songs that we had written, and the whole place would go nuts. 
And that's when we were like, oh, man, let's just take this the whole thing to its logical conclusion and just be a band. So, <laughs> so we recorded a whole album and, um, you know, now we have a full live band and we've been playing shows and they've been great. And we have full length album coming out on TP Records on uh, on Valentine's Day of next year oh and, perfect you know, we're gonna tour oh, wow. in it. and uh so uh yeah it's been super fun but uh <laughs> yeah so but a good place to start is the black metal dialogues.com um and uh i highly recommend them it's hilarious yeah <laughs> thank you <laughs> that sounds amazing you've got so much i mean you got the book coming out you you have this new album coming out and you have a new podcast as well I'm glad you asked. Yeah, I have a new. It's called So You So You're Canadian, and it's I, it's on the Maximum Fun Network. And cool. I only the I talk only talk to Canadian people on it. So my fir, my first guest was Malcolm Gladwell. All right. And we've had all oh. sort of Amy Milan from Broken Social Scene, and Danko Jones is on the new um, the upcoming episode, and you know we have a uh, you know talking to all sorts of canadian people uh, we we met a guy um in vancouver his name is crispy so maybe we can get you in touch with, with crispy crispy yeah i'm in okay bring, bring it on no that's awesome so those are already out we can already listen to those yeah there's i believe four episodes out already k trevor wilson from letter kenny oh nice yeah i'm a huge i'm a huge letter kenny fan so it was um it was an honor to have him. I think uh, that's such a great show. So, um, yeah, um, but it's, uh, yeah, new episodes out every Tuesday, and um, and it's it's incredible. And then I still have Dave Hill's podcasting incident. Yep. And and then yep. history fluffer. So I'm kind of you know <laughs> toying around with a few few different podcasts yeah. at the moment. <laughs> and uh, there we go. And I mean, it, just to list some of your TV appearances, I mean, I, of course, Kimmy Schmidt um, at midnight. I remember seeing you a million times on Comedy Knockout. Where how many times did you win Comedy Knockout on True TV? I wanted a lot of times, but the thing, I'm I was one of Comedy Knockout. If if you missed it, if you if if your listeners possibly missed it, it was sort of similar. <laughs> panel show not unlike at midnight and i won it i was one of the winning winningest people players um people on the show but i was also i lost it a lot too so it was oh. kind of like babe ruth <laughs> in that you know there's i kind of had a full range but i don't know I, I won it a lot of times i can't remember a lot of trophies here here at the office <laughs> Yeah, I want to get a little bit back towards uh, some of this UHF uh, commentary that we started off talking about. Obviously, this was not the first time you had seen UHF. No. Uh, what was your first experience seeing UHF? I think, oh gosh, probably, you know, at home as a, as a, what year did it come out? It came out like in... 1989, yeah, July 1989. Yeah, so probably... Uh, would have been some time after that, like at when whenever I could see it at home. So whenever that would have been, like a year or two later, probably. 
Okay, so um, your first experience wasn't in a theater. It was on a VHS, probably. No, I, I didn't. I, I wasn't allowed to leave the house that much as a child. <laughs> no, no, it was probably, VHS. Yeah. So there are a lot of iconic uh, scenes in UHF. Uh, what are some of your favorites? I think, uh, you know, Emo Phillips and the Saw. Oh, yeah. <laughs> For Michael, sure. Michael Richards pretty amazing in that movie spatula store <laughs> it's pretty endless endless entertainment it's just one of those movies that is like I, I can watch it a million times and i laugh every time you know even it being 30 years old like there, there's no outdated references really it's still just funny the whole way through it's a it's a timeless classic yeah for sure um yeah i love it um it's excellent. And, uh, I mean, it's sort of like, I mean, it's not similar to Pee Wee's Big Adventure, but it has the same, I think, timelessness to it. And, and you know, you can, I think it'll, they're both, they're, they have in common that they'll both be entertaining until I die. And then, but then you can also, like, you know, show your nieces and nephews and right. grandkids when you get up to that age, you know? Right. It's for sure. It delivers. <laughs> and it's a good they're they're both also good ways of weeding people out in your life. If they don't like those movies, you cut you kick those people to the curb. Right. <laughs> I think. No, I agree. Oh, for sure. <laughs> yeah, you have to. Now I got one more question about UHF and this is something I'm trying to think about myself but if you could play any character in UHF who would you play who would you want to be Probably Weird Al I mean my, my, why not go for the juggler right. <laughs> <laughs> Oh totally I would pick the same one <laughs> Yeah No brainer Okay fair <laughs> Yeah if you're going to do it do it right <laughs> Or do it like Eddie Murphy style or, or um Mike Myers and just play every character. Oh yeah, that's always um, <laughs> that's how you get a good movie. <laughs> Recipe for a great movie. I, Mike Myers, mm -hmm. you could interview him on the Canadian podcast. I have his brother Paul Myers. This will be on an upcoming episode. Oh wow! So I'm I'm very close. I don't know if I don't know if I can talk Mike Myers into coming over to my apartment, but um, <laughs> I have tricked Paul Myers into it already so that that's coming so not far off yeah hey how do you know that it's actually mike myers brother and it's not just him in character you know i did have my suspicions i'll be honest <laughs> because it is you know i guess it just stands to reason um in that they are brothers but they are it's pretty funny to like see someone be very similar to like a, a movie star and be like, oh, this is not because they watch those movies religiously. It's that they are from the same womb. Right. And they grew up goofing around together. So, um, <laughs> yeah, he is, he is very, very similar to, uh, to Mike Myers. Very yeah. funny guy. And they look a lot alike. He looks kind of he looks like Mike with gray hair and glasses. So <laughs> I have my suspicion. So there. I almost feel like we can't get away without mentioning Canadian Idiot at least once on this podcast. Yes. I would argue that Canadian Idiot by Weird Al is my official song of September 22nd, 2019, the day on which we're <laughs> recording this. Wow. 
That's a, that's a big accomplishment for Weird Al. That's a huge game. honor, absolutely. I'm not afraid. I'm not afraid. That's, Bring it on. Wow, I, we need to add that to Wikipedia, I think. Um, <laughs> yeah, I would like to see it. Yeah, wow. <laughs> Bam. So, Dave, wow. we, 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 we've, we've covered it all. you got the new book. It comes out October 8th. In New York City, October 3rd, we have a new special event launching the book. You have the new yeah. Canadian podcast, Canadian-only podcast. You have two other well, podcasts. It's, it's for everyone all over the world, but I only talk to Canadian people on it. Right. It's really serious. Yeah, and then I have uh, yeah Dave Hill's podcasting incident and then History Fluffer. So uh, lots of content. The most appropriate day of the year for, for a Witch Taint album to be released is Valentine's Day 2020. And we, yeah. can, we can read all about the uh the backstory at the black metal dialogues.com you know it what what else am i missing anything your scottish and english listeners will be thrilled to know that i'll be at the stand in glasgow edinburgh and newcastle in november i think 12 shows total if i'm remembering correctly and wow november 17th my brother's birthday i will be at the comedy cafe in berlin Germany. So, um, there. Um, You're also going to Canada. I'll be in Canada in October, all over the place. And then I'll be at the Haha ha Harvest Comedy Festival in Portland on the Friday and Saturday after Thanksgiving. So, um, it's nonstop, is my point. One regret Dave and I have from our trip to Canada is we did not get to stop by. The majestic city of Chilliwack. Is that somewhere that you have been or will be going? I have not been to Chilliwack, okay. but uh, I do know the band Chilliwack. Oh. Do I... you know Chilliwack the band? No, I'm only familiar with the, the location in Canada. Oh, make no mistake. There's a Chilliwack band. Are um, they from Chilliwack? They're from Vancouver, which is not far away, I don't think. Right. That's true. Um, right. Chilliwack. Hmm. Chilliwack. I might have to make Chilliwack the official second place band of September twenty second, twenty nineteen for me. <laughs> I would. You're way ahead of me. I mean, or I'm way ahead of you. I should say. <laughs> Chilliwack. It's a fun thing to say out loud. It is. It really is. Um, I wish you, I could have visited or heard the music. If you say Chilliwack three times into a mirror, you get drenched in maple syrup. <laughs> I'm not going to test that out. That, that that sounds too too real for me. <laughs> yep. There you go. Dave, thank you for, for joining us, for recounting your uh, amazing evening with Al, um, your, your Christmas cards, and all of the great Canadian-themed material that is coming out very soon. Oh, thank you. Thank you for having me. I, I hope I, uh, you know, I'm sort of relaxing on a Sunday here. So if I, if I seem like slower than usual, just speed up my audio. <laughs> just speed it up and post. I can do that. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, Dave. Thank you for what? For being our guest. I wasn't the guest. No, not you, Dave Hill. Oh, you're welcome. I would like to have it put on record that we've had two guests named Dave on the podcast so far and zero guests named Ethan. We also want to thank all of our listeners and especially those who subscribe. 
If you like this podcast, please subscribe. It really means a lot to us. We're on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, Spotify, anywhere you can stream podcasts. And you can check out our social media by heading over to Instagram, Twitter, or Facebook. We're at 2000inch, and you can check out all the past episodes and some other fun stuff at 2000inch.com. And if you're feeling in the mood, we also have a Facebook group, and you're going to want to check that out because we have fun discussions and polls and you can always just tag us, hashtag 2000inch, when you're posting on social media. And don't forget to give us a call, 347-SPATULA. That's 347-772-8852. Leave us a message. We might even play it on the air. So head over to our website, head over to iTunes, check out our bonus centimeter episodes. You can hear all of our concert reviews from the Strings Attached Tour. And of course, we have the brand new full episode every Wednesday. And Dave, I was thinking about what superhero Al could be. Maybe he could be Captain Almerica. That was Dave and Ethan's 2000 Inch Weird Al Podcast, episode 21 Inch. These lumberjacks like bringing around chicken with broccoli.